Welcome to Relationship Redefined. I'm your host, Alyssa Beth, a parent and relationship coach. As a coach, my focus is to guide you towards becoming aware, authentic, and aligned with your true self. Our outer relationships serve as mirrors reflecting our inner world. It is through this understanding that we can embark on a journey of self-discovery and alignment. On this podcast, we explore the profound connection between our inner selves and the relationships we form with others. With a focus on awareness, authenticity, and alignment, we dive into thought-provoking discussions and practical strategies to help you cultivate fulfilling relationships. All right. Well, thank you for joining us on Relationship Redefined. I am your host, Alyssa. Uh, today we have Raven Rose with IamAreYouVeda.com. Uh, Raven, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started on this journey? Mm, yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here um, and you. share more about, yeah, to share more about Ayurveda and how it really impacts all aspects of life. And so how how this all came to be for me um, was I was overworked and I didn't have the tools to handle the stress. And so what I knew to be true was if I left this job, the stress is still going to follow me. I knew right. it was an internal situation at that point. And so I, I started to study to become a life coach, which was wonderful. Um, at the end of that program, I had learned so many tools and I also had wondered, what about diet? <laughs> what about lifestyle? You know, talk therapy is wonderful. And there's so many ways that we're impacted by life. And so then that's when I discovered Ayurveda, which en encompasses all aspects of life. And so I was able to, um, get the tools I needed to get my stress, um, be, be, become friends with my stress essentially, and learn to balance the mind and body through different diet and lifestyle choices, which were just unknown to me before then. That is amazing. I love how you said, you know, you became friends with stress. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's exactly it. It took a long time. Um, just honoring the, honoring the, the darkness, right? Like before yeah. I would, you know, if I was stressed out, I would, okay, let me do yoga. Let me like, I was trying to push it away or let me distract myself with Netflix, right? Like I didn't want to right. feel it. And yeah it was such a hindrance because what it was asking me was to be released to make friends with it. And once I started to stop pushing it away, to start listening um, and observing, then it, it gets to be processed and transmuted. And then there's this, this purity that we have access to um, that I found access to through that. I love that. That is amazing. I know um, that was actually one thing that I had to learn was to stop trying to escape through different, you know, various methods like um, watching shows or um, reading books or mm -hmm. <laughs> even the smallest things, you know, even cleaning house. Sometimes I would just kind of close myself off. And so I had to learn how to, you know, create like a meditative thing while I was cleaning house to actually get to know myself better. And to um, help my, you know, move past that, like you said, start befriending your shadows. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's wonderful. And I, I appreciate it's like, it can be anything, it can be cleaning the house, right? And it's just yeah. bringing awareness to, am I trying to distract myself? Um, or can I be mindful as I'm cleaning? You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it was even, even down to like you were saying with yoga, uh, there were spiritual practices that I would do that would cause, you know, that would actually help me distance myself from my shadows. And I was like, oh my goodness, one day it hit me that I was, the reason I wasn't progressing and I was kind of stuck in the situation I was in was because mm -hmm. I was using these spiritual practices to bypass my issues and it wasn't working. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a bandaid right oh, it's like yes. I, I can feel better in the moment but it's still going to come up when the opportunity is in alignment again and if i keep pushing it away just like anything that's uncomfortable if you don't deal with it you know like it's just exactly. going to keep going up so but all in due time right yes, just because definitely. it shows up doesn't mean we're ready <laughs> that's to, true yes you know it's like our greatest teacher right it shows mm -hmm. up and it gives us this opportunity to befriend it and then once we start noticing, gosh, it's like even noticing that we are trying to disassociate because I didn't even notice yes. I was disassociating. Yes. I didn't even know there was a thing. Um, and then that got to that got brought to my attention that there's I'm disso dissociating from this darkness, right? Um, so it's all a journey. There's no wrong time. You know what I mean? Like you can't exactly. make or it's ready and yourself included. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And I, I was just, um, I was talking to my sister the other day and we were walking up a mountain and it was getting steep. And I was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> and she's like, just one step at a time, just one in step with intention at a time. And I was like, you know, that should be a metaphor for my life. You know, I should oh, be working on, yeah. you know, making that a, a a part of my daily life, everything that I'm doing, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. So anyway, one step with intention at a time definitely um, would help, you know, because I, I like to, to like jump ahead, <laughs> especially if I, I feel like I, you know, like premonition will tell me that I'm, I'm going to do something or be something and it's like yes let's get there and it's like wait a minute mm -hmm. <laughs> you know you have to take one step at a time you can't just you know jump to the next step <laughs> yeah and i i think there's a like there's this this fine line of um because the only thing that exists is right now mm -hmm. right definitely even yes about, even if we're thinking about the future right it's still mm -hmm. only happening in this present moment exactly. and so it's like being mindful of being present because the present moment creates, I, even if I say this, it sounds kind of funny, the next present moment, <laughs> right? And so right. being mindful of like, if, if you want this thing that's outside of yourself that feels like it's in the distance, then, then there's, a, there's a feeling of lack that you're trying yes. to like up or get to somewhere. But right here and now is the only place you can be. And so honoring this place with peace, joy, surrender, um, that's the sweet spot, right? Like yeah. that's the sweet spot. Cause all those things that we are looking for that are outside of us are actually come from within us. And so if we have that peace and joy and abundance within us, then therefore our 3d reality reflects that. 
Definitely. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's a practice too. It's a, it's a, it's a practice. A it's constant. in a way. Yes. You know, yeah. It's a, it's a way of being that we get to, that we get to learn um, and yeah. unlearn all the ways that take us away from that. Sometimes the unlearning is actually harder and more painful than the learning. One hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. It's always hard, especially as we get older, right? Uh -huh. um, patterns so are deeper, deeper and deeper right. and deeper. Yes, and, and you've got so much more to unlearn. <laughs> yeah, and we have these deep attachments to, mm -hmm. well, this yeah. is how I know life to be. So that's how it should always be. And that's not true at all. Like anything can happen at any time. And if we have that perspective and that engagement with life that anything can happen at any time, then there's another sweet spot, you know? Yes, that is so true. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So um, I'd like to talk a little bit about Ayurveda. Yes. <laughs> Yes, Yay. yes, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so could you tell me a little bit about um, the the doshas and how understanding the dosha types can enhance relationship dynamics? Yes, yes. Um, you know, it's, it's funny. The first thing I think of is um, there needs to be an app for that. Like I've, I've seen an app, a dating app that is specific for the Ayurvedic doshas and gosh, there's, there's just, not, there's not a lot of popularity with it just yet. Um, but I'm curious to see it grow. And so, so, so Ayurveda, it, it means the science of life. And so it states that everyone has a different constitution and the constitutions also known as a dosha are based on the elements. So air, fire, earth, water, and space. So depending on your unique dosha, which is your mind body type, um, time of life and season, there's a best diet um, for you to have, there's a best lifestyle for you to live, etc. to um, maintain balance and ultimately create harmony within yourself and, and your environment. And so when we understand these doshas, so there's three different doshas. There's vata dosha, which is comprised of air and space. There's pitta dosha, which is fire and water. And there's kapha dosha, which is comprised of earth and water. And so these elements, all of them are within us and around us all the time at varying degrees. But each, each of us will be um, comprised uniquely of them, right? And so... Right. For example, um, if someone's um, more prone to be a, a vata dosha, which is the air and space, like when they're out of balance, they might experience more anxiety and fear. Okay. And so like in a pitta dosha, when they're out of balance um, from an emotional perspective, they might um, be irritable and controlling. Um, right. And Kapha dosha, when they're out of balance, they may feel um, like just stubborn and uninspired, for example. So these are just a, a few examples of some, like an, an emotional imbalance. And so how that can relate into relationships, right? Like if I understand, first and foremost, you have to understand yourself first, right? Because that you right. are your foundation, right? And so prioritizing understanding yourself would be numero uno. And so mm -hmm. if you can understand and like, 
Oh, okay. I, I'm I'm more prone. I'm I'm vata dosha, and so I notice that I I'll have more anxiety, and so then you can do things, right? You could change your diet. You can do different meditating techniques, breath work, yoga, etc., that are specific for your mind body type that will help bring you more back into balance. So I can give you an example too. Like when I started, before I knew about Ayurveda, um, I wanted to lose weight and I'm like, I'm just going to eat salad and I'm going to cut out meat. And I was just like diving into what society was telling me that I should do to lose weight. Right. <laughs> and what ended up happening is I developed a deeper sense of insomnia and mm. my anxiety increased. Those go hand in hand. Right. And right. I didn't lose any weight at all. And then intro Ayurveda, I started to eat for Vata dosha, which so I was eating more um, cooked foods, for example. So Vata, like I said, is air and space. So air and space, like that's like crunchy cold, that's salad. So if I'm eating salad, I'm only adding to that right. air and space that's in the mind and body. But if I'm eating warm cooked foods, then I'm balancing that air and space. And then I, I lost 10 pounds just because I was eating this, this way, like it, it didn't feel like a diet. That's the thing with Ayurveda is it's not a diet or a fad. It's a lifestyle. It's something that you get to learn deep within yourself. And then that resonates into all aspects of your life. That is beautiful. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I, I, it, it, it's never ending this is the beauty of it. Right. And so okay. I think Another thing with it is like, I've, I've seen a lot of um, healers and they've all been absolutely incredible. And the one thing that I can always turn to for myself is Ayurveda. So Ayurveda puts your health in your own hands. Yes, it's helpful to see um, a professional, right? To like get the ball rolling essentially. So you get the rhythm of it right. and the different seasons, your different stages of life, et cetera. And it's there for you all of the time. You know, like you don't have to seek someone out constantly. It's you are your own healer. Right. I absolutely love that. That is incredible. Yeah. I, it's, I love it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, you're, I mean, I'm disagreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the importance of self-awareness and self-care seems to be part of Ayurveda. So how can individuals help themselves by using these principles to strengthen their emotional well-being in relationships? Yeah, so it's funny. Um, oftentimes, I think people think that self-care is selfish. Right. And I, I feel, I know from experience that it's the, the opposite, right? Like if, if I'm... Right. If I feel depleted, overworked, stressed out, anything out of balance, then I, I bring that into every relationship, every conversation, every moment in my life. So if I'm not taking care of myself, then I'm not taking care of others, you know? And if yes. we have that perspective and honor that within ourselves, but also honor that within our partners too, right? Like, um, we we'll, we'll get together with people that could be just like us, right? Like two two vatas coming together. There could be a lot of anxiety there, right? Right. Um, 
if they're out of balance. They're also, if they're in balance, there could be a lot of creativity. You know, um, it's it's certainly not one sided, right? There's there's both sides to it, and if we we understand that within ourselves, and then we also understand that within our relationship dynamic, then we can we can support each other. So, step one is to understand yourself and let your partner know, hey, this is what this is what I need. It's important to say that, you know, I think sometimes we're scared to say what we need because it might not be well received, right. but what's important is that we say what we need. We come from our truth and are not attached to the outcome, but that we're continually honoring ourselves. Definitely. It's funny because um, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day and I was like, for me, it wasn't uh, me communicating what I needed so much as it was me realizing what I needed to be able to communicate it <laughs> because, you know, I had to actually connect enough with myself to know what I needed because, you know, I was just so out there. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and that's, that's specific to, um, well, it can be anybody who's just not um taking the time to listen to themselves mm -hmm. right um yes. it that's a like that's a vata tendency because it's like the air and space like not being grounded and present right um <laughs> but yeah that's the numero uno is taking the time so you could do this through meditation through anything mindful right breathing techniques like anything that brings you back to yourself and gives you an opportunity to listen to what you need and you may find out that you don't want to hear what you need oh, you yes. know <laughs> yeah and it's like it's uncomfortable and i don't want to hear that so uh -huh. i'm not going to listen and it'll keep yeah. showing up that's that's the thing it just keeps showing up until you listen <laughs> yes. oh yeah for me it was it finally slapped me in the face and i was like oh okay i get it now right <laughs> Take yeah <it> sometimes <laughs> Sometimes that's what we need. Like I, I've, for me, I, I didn't mention this in the beginning of the story, but I developed a stress induced ulcer. Oh, like no. my doctor gave me a note to give to work to say, I cannot come to work anymore. And I couldn't even give them that note because I felt like what will happen if I give mm -hmm. them that note? I was so worried about my job. Right. I, I forgot about me. Like, and there were signs, you know, like I remember, um, like the tension in my shoulders, I used to call it killing me softly. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, but at that time of life, I couldn't actually hear that that was the truth. <laughs> right. you know? like, yes. Listening to the body is so crucial and we don't do it until we quote unquote break. And it right. doesn't have to be like that. Like that's the whole point is like for me to help people through the lens of ayurveda is to listen to the mind and body before we get to that point i love that and that's actually but i've been what i have been working on um outside of ayurveda but um i because i realized that i kept doing that you know i kept like working myself into a point where i was close to breaking you know close to illness close to being hospitalized or whatever because i just was mm -hmm. just pushing myself too hard and i had to stop and generally it was my body saying okay if you don't stop then this is going to happen <laughs> right you know and i was like so um i realized that i couldn't be there for my son 
if I was always sick or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, those were the, so I'm starting to learn. I've started learning, you know, the subtle changes in my body say, Hey, you need the, you need to change this in your lifestyle because this is not keeping you in balance. And that is, mm-hmm. you know, this could create a problem in the future. So yeah. um, I'm glad you're listening. And, and I don't like, I think there's a stigma also around like, like, diet and lifestyle changes that they need to be this big overhaul. It's right. for me and my practice and what, how I, um, I partner with clients is it's like, what's the most low hanging <laughs> impactful thing that we can do right now. And everyone's going to be different, right? Like it right. just depends. Right. And so what it's about is creating a new routine, creating a new habit. And it could be as simple as, and it might not be easy for everyone brushing your teeth mindfully. And that's the only thing that they do, you know, like, and that's just one example, but if someone's super busy, that one point in their day, something that they already do, but that they can do it mindfully or we're off to a different way of being right. Um, and it just depends And others. You can touch all aspects of life in that first two weeks because they're already on a roll in that way. Right. It's it, like it, it's super, it's super subtle. And I think that's what I love about it too, is that it can just continue to get more subtle and more subtle and more subtle. It's the, it's the fine tuning of life is how I've experienced it. I absolutely love that. And I love that, you know, it can just be the smallest changes that can, mm-hmm. can create the biggest impact. And when you're doing things like brushing your teeth mindfully um, you know, like, the mindfully thing really, really helped me when I started doing things mindfully that really changed because I have a tendency to be, you know, uh, uh, see here in the clouds, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of character. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so just grounding myself in my um, present moment in the present tasks that I'm doing, you know, and because I um practiced for years because I thought that like to be a good mom or to be a uh, professional person, you would have to be able to multitask really well. And so I practiced multitasking and that just creates so much chaos in my life. And, you know, it, it caused me to get so, I was always stressed and overwhelmed. And I mean, I, I kind of was really good at it, but then at some point it was like all of these threads would just suddenly break and then I would just be, you know, it would be too much for me. So um, becoming very mindful, practicing doing one thing at a time has done, it has just changed my life so much. I am, you know, I'm I'm more present and um, not so irritable and crazy to be around, you know, in the past. Wow. You don't need to be so hysterical. It's like, uh, I didn't realize I was. (laughs) Right. Because you're in the middle of it, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. it's hard hard to see that. Um, and honestly, multitasking, you literally is impossible. We can only do one thing at a time. We can do, we can have multiple things open, right. That, is, that we're yes. working on, mm-hmm. but that only causes, like you're saying, you've experienced it yourself. That only causes more anxiety because you have all these things that are unfinished. And yes. so it's better to just open the one thing be dedicated to it. And like, it's a, it's a different sensation. <laughs> it's a different vibration yes. of life. 
that you get to experience and then you yes. get to carry that throughout your day too right it's not it's never just the thing you're doing it's all connected right um yeah it's all connected yeah definitely definitely um is there anything that you would like to share with our listeners um either about ayurveda or anything in general <laughs> yeah i think i think top of my mind is something that um something that i offer is um is like work-life flow solutions and so i think that people are starting to realize that work-life balance is kind of a thing of the past you know what i mean and yes. it's like if we if like we were just talking about if something happens in our in our personal life unless we are able to transmute it move forward and be present that it comes with us and right. so what what ayurveda does and what i do specifically is i focus on work life flow solutions so this means how to practice self care throughout the day and it's just it's moments of your time really you know and that's the beauty of it is again it doesn't have to be this big overhaul it's just taking a little bit of time to unwind the mind to get present to breathe and then go back to it and then we just start building these new ways of being in these small actions that we're taking that is wonderful i love that um i recently um started doing this meditation with several people um where we call our energy back you know so if things get really chaotic you know i'll say okay well why don't i just guide you through this meditation and we'll you call of your energy back and um it only takes like 15 minutes and then everything you know when they were finally grounded back in themselves it just it really helped them and um it was just amazing the difference and they were able to continue their day and go about their day from a place of power instead of feeling like everything was happening to them or being dumped on them <laughs> right yeah recentering yourself that then mm -hmm. that's the beauty of ayurveda at least in my experience is that it brings me back to center so that what happens is is i can have uncomfortable experiences right like i'm people are going to be upset and that may be projected at me or whatever right um right. and i don't have to become out of balance within my center you know and if i do well then that's where i get to practice okay i can notice these feelings that i'm having i can feel the sensations in the body and i can just be with them and transmute them rather than hold on to them and so we have access to this all of the time and, and, and if we catch ourselves sooner than later right so if we catch ourselves becoming anything other than peaceful or joyful right um that that being neutral is really kind of a sweet spot um i have yet to get there constantly for <laughs> sure um i think it's a again it's a journey Yes. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> for me in particular, but I understand the um, the value in that and the opportunities um, that are presented to me every time someone does try to throw me out of balance. And then what do I get to do with that? So it's really about self-reflection. You know, I don't say I want this person to change. I say, what can I do with that information? How can I show up differently? And it's just about self-responsibility. I don't need someone else to change for me to 
live a better life for me to be right. peaceful for me to you know what i mean definitely um, yes you can't change other people you can try and it's just of detriment to everybody <laughs> at, at <Exactly>. least that's <laughs> definitely that's been my experience so it's important to speak your truth right like hey you you hurt this hurt me you know and you know have those kind of conversations yeah. with folks um but ultimately being responsible for your own emotional well-being is where the the fruit is i think definitely i agree well, that is amazing thank you so much for being with us today um uh where can people find you <laughs> oh yeah th i mean gosh thanks for having me it was it was it was so much fun to talk about um i love ayurveda so much and i'm happy to share it with folks especially as it becomes more um there's more awareness in the in the West for it. Uh, so I can be found at I am dash And my handle is at Raven Ayurveda. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, we'll of course have the links in the podcast description. Uh, but I just wanted to make sure people could reach out to you before then your website is so gorgeous. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I did that. At the very beginning of my career, I mean, that was very Pitta driven. <laughs> I wanted to get that out there, and then and then and then people show up when they will. When I'm ready, they show up. You know, it's like yeah. one of those one of those things. Yep. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you so much for being here today, and um, I look forward to maybe talking to you again soon. Yeah, I would love that. That sounds good. And and blessings on your on your journey and your the exploring Vata, it sounds like. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'll be looking up soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs>